good morning or afternoon or whatever time it is for you. Uh, this is the team from Feeding Tampa Bay, and we're really excited to be here today with an extra special guest, one of our very favorite board members. Welcome, Colleen. Don't tell all the others. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'm fine telling them. Well, <laughs> they know yeah, it. Yeah, no, we're good with that. So <laughs> I'm at peace with to be that. here. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to have you. And Thomas Mance has given up his office to be our studio. It's, wow. Yeah. Thank he you, moved Thomas. Home. I know. Yeah. Thank the you, The sacrifices he makes for us. Right. I know. To keep us safe and healthy. So thank <laughs> you for coming in. It's always better live. We it really it is. Way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. And so, you know, as how we do it here on Stick a Fork in it is we don't like to start with the technical stuff with your feeding Tampa Bay connections. We want to learn a little bit about you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd love if you just jumped right in and talked a little bit about yourself, your family life. Okay. Well, I um, have been married 30 years. My husband is a lieutenant on the fire department and a paramedic in St. Petersburg. So um, a third of our marriage, he was on duty and, and holidays and weekends. And we have learned to embrace that type of world because, um, you know, you have to go out and help others. And that often means sacrificing other things, as you right. all know all so well. Right. Yeah. I have two grown sons. One um, is married and we are expecting our first grandchild. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> it's hard to even say that, though, because you think... <laughs> What's the name? Just, you, I, we do have the name. Her beautiful name is Riley Ellen Aww. Chapel. Oh, that's awesome. And, oh, she's famous now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she's due March 2nd. And oh. she is the first, first girl in the Chapel lineage in 90 years. Wow. Oh, wow. Extra special little lady then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Extra spoiled too. Broken up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My son was just making her a, um, doing the closet, you know, with the little cubbies and all. And I said, What are those cubbies for? And he said, Shoes. And I said, I have a serious problem. There's only 12 holes there. (laughs) Right. Right. I'll take care of that. So, what is your name? Are you going to let her choose it or do you have something in mind? Oh, of course. Well, perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's so perfect. I, I love mean, it. She'll easy. probably end up yeah. calling me Meemaw or something, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> a little influence, but we'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. One of the classics. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my family is everything. We all work so, so, so hard. And I always tell my team, work is a means, not an end. The yeah. end is the, the family and the community. So... Yeah. That's what you always have to keep your mind on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. being married to a fireman, that really intrigues me. I just learned about that recently. Oh. What has that been like? That I mean, you see things and you hear stories. Was that a stressful lifestyle for you, or is it something that might have been stressful in the beginning, but it just becomes your life, and that just is what it is? Well, he was in the Coast Guard for many years before okay. that, okay. and he was in the Caribbean tr- chasing drug dealers. So this oh, wow. is kind of oh, okay. a piece of cake compared. Oh, right, right. What's a little fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, when I think the the um, the life, is, the the fireman family is so precious and special, and we band, we yeah. all band together, and they're on the front lines of day to day issues, crises. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest thing is the reality of what is being faced out there. We see it at Feeding Tampa Bay. My husband sees it firsthand. If people don't have a place to go or a doctor, uh, you know, they'll call 911 and they need to go and do what they can to try to get them some help. But they're there to triage and move on. And, um, 
you know, they, anybody in the um, field, in any sort of first responder field, they don't talk about it. Mm. They have a, you know, a weird sense of humor and they just push through it and they put it in a little box. Um, And, you know, we've learned to appreciate that. And we've also learned, and this is why our family spent a great deal of time always donating our time to um, whether it would be serving the homeless or going and helping out at um, a homeless shelter during the holidays because, you know, my husband was usually gone. So why would we not use ourselves to go out and make a difference? So the kids and I and my husband have spent years ever since they've been born involved. And it was to the point where, you know, they were in competitive soccer and we would bring the soccer team and nobody had ever thought to do that mm-hmm. you know it's you're kind of uh, focused on your own self your own world your own needs and we've always tried to keep a close eye on everything else yeah right yeah. that's awesome to have that that family kind of ethos of service and, yes. and right. sacrifice you know um one thing i found really really interesting we have a couple of good friends who are firefighters and mm-hmm. um a couple of years ago my middle son got really badly injured and mm. the Clearwater fire rescue were the first ones on the scene yes. they basically saved his life mm-hmm. and then a couple weeks later we went back to the fire station to say thank you and we brought cookies that luke had made and mm-hmm. you know just wanted to show our gratitude and in the conversation with them they said this is really rare very mm-hmm. that most people they are there at the worst moment of their life they come in and they make a huge difference in that moment and then they have to go on to the next worst moment for the next person and then never hear back Mm -hmm. and don't know how somebody did and don't know and then you know the the families don't think to go back and share the good story you know share the gratitude and so that just has stayed with me and we try as a family to make sure that anytime we see first responders, law enforcement, military, anybody, we just, you know, we go out of our way to thank and to recognize and to acknowledge their sacrifice and service. I That's mean, great. Thank you, you s- for that. It's, it's so common and thank God your child is okay. And yeah. there was someone there, but it is one of those fields where you're, it's a calling. And when mm-hmm. you're called to do it, a lot of times getting thanks is a little awkward because oh, yeah. it's so rare and you think this is what I am supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And um, if you think about people who are in the hospital and let's say they had a accident, very difficult time, and a lot of times the family is going to write the nurses on mm-hmm. the day-to-day floor. They don't know how many other people yeah. in the process long before they ever got to that point yeah. were there on the scene in the ER in critical care all those places yeah. it takes a special person to um, make that a career he is almost 30 years in it and um, I respect the heck out of anybody who's there on the front lines of anything including you all Aww. you're on the front lines of hunger relief and listen the front lines is where the difference is made and it's where the heroes are made and it's where lives are changed so I have utmost respect and our family does for anybody on any first line yeah military yeah. food um you know whether you're a first responder we're all in this room you're all first responders yeah yeah it's an well. interesting part of our world that um in in many ways we are you know we are there in a moment of crisis for folks 
but we're fortunate in that so many do come back and say thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so many come and serve as yes. soon as they can and give back. And, you know, it's it's a really neat part of our world that we actually do. You know, I could probably walk out today and find somebody out in the warehouse sorting who at one point or another received a box of food from yeah. us. It's that common. You know, it's really, really kind of one of my favorite things when I discover those stories. And we, we get to hear them all the time. I know. Because How we wonderful. touch so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in this world it's easy to give back yeah i'm sure there are some that have dedicated themselves to a new career in healthcare or something because of something that's happened to them but you know think about how easy it is for anyone who knows anyone who's been helped to do their part and their part is is just giving of your time yeah. giving of um your talent your treasure whatever it, it it takes to make a difference right or even using your voice i think that's one yes. thing the pandemic has brought to us is a kindness or an understanding yeah. you know we can complain about a lot of things but even you know what the what the social aspect has brought like helping share our stories yes. someone may not be able to give you know come out of the house because they need to stay home for safety or they may not have the funds to give but they can help share our stories and we see that a lot in our mm-hmm. world and i know you do in yours as well absolutely so i think that's a pretty magical thing that's come to us through the pandemic it's kind of softened hearts if you will i couldn't it's agree pretty amazing more. and i also think that the pandemic gave feeding tampa bay a priceless platform where we have used our voices Mm -hmm. and have helped enlighten so many people about the real need and you know it isn't what people label and Mm -hmm. you all know we did a label campaign yes as part of our agency support and i remember when we put it up on social media all the stories were real all the people were real it took a lot of courage for them to be part Mm -hmm. of our testimonial campaign and i watched the feed on social media and i've kept the feed and i read it often to people when i'm explaining what the story is the real story about feeding tampa bay because the comments were awful mm. yeah some of it them. was it yep. there were not all of them but yeah. more mm-hmm. of a proportion than i had thought yeah. mean things go to well maybe she needs a job uh. well maybe she should eat less so her child can eat more wow. and i mean just awful thing shame on all of them yeah but then you had those that came to the rescue right. and said, this is exactly wrong. Right. This is what it really is. And I think that that's just our world. There is a lot of judgment in our world. And our job is to do all we can to spread the facts and to um, share the real stories and mm-hmm. remind people that the label in their mind you know, isn't what often we're dealing with here. We're right. often dealing with people who are working so hard more than one job and they just can't make ends meet i look at at rent and the price of things out there today and our city as it grows and becomes even more thriving and how do you do it how do you even do it on on you know an income that isn't more substantial than it used to be even 10 years ago Mm -hmm. yeah i think you know to your point that's one of the things that has been an opportunity for us in the midst of this crisis is the folks who may have given an unkind comment in in past years despite the amazing work your agency has done and our team has done to tell those stories because it wasn't real to them Mm -hmm. it wasn't in their day-to-day world well one thing that the last nine months have shown us 
is that it is. It is. You just yeah. didn't see it. Yes. You didn't see that your next door neighbor, who might have been doing just fine, was three paychecks away from needing to stand in a food line. Or they were in the mega pantry line. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what is the percent in the mega pantry line? That 68%. They, 68 68% said they never, ever, ever, ever imagined them ever needing to be in that line. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is just yeah. seven out of 10 awakening. people. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah. so many. I mean, it's <laughs> that admit, I never saw this coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and to never. me, you know, that's why our long-term partnership with you is so valuable because your team is so great at telling stories, mm -hmm. so great at lifting up the voices of the folks that we serve. And now is the time people will actually listen. Yes. Now is the time where people will say, oh, that resonates with me. That yes. makes sense to me yes. because I watched what happened. There are proof to, points. We yeah. see the proof. Yes. Mm -hmm. The proof is out there. It's right in front of us. And mm -hmm. I have to tell you, leading a creative team, it's my 18th year there. And I've always been in the creative industry, but the inside an agency versus being the client mm -hmm. has been 18 years. And you always try to keep everybody motivated and focused and be creative. This account, this isn't an account. <laughs> Yeah. This is their heart, yeah. and you can see it in the work. And they give and give and give and give and give tirelessly the ideas and the thought and the creativity because making a difference means the world to them. Yeah. You know, when you're in marketing and branding, you need to promote products and services and all different types of things. They are so aware and feel so very, very proud that they're making such a difference. And in their way, in, with their talent, right. they mm -hmm. are. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Um, they, the amount of tears of joy, literally, mm -hmm. tears of joy they have cried over being involved, I, it's countless. And when they come to the warehouse, when they have the ability to serve themselves, when they have the ability to interview someone who's been touched, they are so enlightened and excited and proud. And we're, we're I told Thomas, I've told the board, we're, we're here to the, to the end of the road. We're gonna be right here till we don't need to be here. But that is how important it is. We often, shuffle accounts sometimes you have to move the team around and virtually everybody on this account has said if you ever take me off i'm leaving <laughs> don't, don't move me you know and but beyond that it's not it's not a it's it's the one account that really isn't the one account it's every single person in the agency touches it all the time yeah and some of it is out of just the energy and and some of it is just the passion mm -hmm. The Humana Foundation and Feeding Tampa Bay work together to address food insecurity. Our goals are to strategically bring about healthy outcomes and create meaningful, sustainable change for our neighbors throughout the 10-county region that we serve. You'll find out more this spring. One hint, FoodRx. Learn more about it at feedingtampabay.org programs. And and that shines through in your work for us. It really, really does. I, I agree. I, I believe it does. Mm -hmm. I absolutely sure. believe it. And it's it's funny because I think in a lot of ways, marketing and branding is one of those things everybody thinks they understand. Oh, everybody's <laughs> and, a good marketer. <laughs> everybody could do what I do and we do. Right. Oh, of course they could. I, that was me up until about a year ago. You know, the first time I... I sat through a presentation that you and your team made to our board 
I was blown away. And it wasn't just coming up with a catchy slogan. It wasn't just these colors look good. No, it's all <laughs> you know, strategy. There is so much research. strategy and depth and science research and it. science and, and social psychology behind yeah. why your team recommends the things you do. Yes. And now, you know, if if we have something where I need a flyer for something or whatever, or you know, I don't even for a quarter of a second question whether or not it's in the right spot or it's doing the, you know it says if you change some wording that i wanted out that okay you guys you're the experts <laughs> i have fully bought into that well and that comes with uh, you know working together and having trust but it is uh, branding the definition of it is it's an emotional connection yeah. so what's your favorite soda is it coke or pepsi coke coke yeah, coke Thank God. <laughs> anyway, mine is too. Um, I love Diet Coke. And yes. there is an emotional connection for, for me, and you're all shaking your heads yes. When I get that straw and I drink that out of that can, it you can feel some, I mean, it's not the, the, the taste or the bubbles or the carbon. It, it's just, I just feel feel yeah. happy drinking yeah. my diet coke that's an emotional connection it's when, the polar bears when when <laughs> yeah when we run workshops on branding i'll say to people in the room okay what do you think of or feel when you see that blue tiffany's box mm-hmm. and everybody has this feeling of oh my god something magical's in there you don't i tell gentlemen you don't even have to open it like you've won <laughs> yeah. the box won the day yeah. you're already a winner yeah but the point is is it's more expensive yeah. it's a destination store you have to go to there's really not much different in the silver bracelet and the silver bracelet it's silver mm. but it says tiffany's and that's what an emotional connection is and how easy is it for us to tell stories of your organization and everybody you help because what's more emotional than changing lives and we have a a host of nonprofits we support and believe in but what my team believes in is none of that matters if you can't eat Mm -hmm. it's a basic human need and right and all the other think about this every other charity out there won't matter if people can't eat. Right. Yeah. If we can't keep them sustained. If, if we not can't happening. sustain them, yep. all the other things will never be what they can be. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I love our new tagline. You know, we worked on that and kicked it back and forth so many times and landed, you know, it just finally hit because food makes tomorrow possible. Yeah. And it really captures not just the what we do. The why. But the why and, and that's what how matters. important it is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it, it's it's so much more emotionally charged than, you know, we take boxes and bring them out and feed people. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. that, none of it is about the what. It's always about the why, mm-hmm. yeah. as well as our work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of you are here, and I know how hard. I've watched how hard you work and how hard you've worked through this pandemic to the point where I was praying for all of you, worried for you. Thank We're you. talking about a lot, a lot of sacrifice. But... I believe all of you have that why that answers the question of why in the world would you ever give a thousand percent towards something? And that's what you're doing. Yeah, it's so interesting when we did our um, organizational surveys in the internal climate surveys, we were all over the map on all sorts of different things. But the one thing where everybody was in complete agreement and there was no dissension and there was no negativity at all, there was no, you know, people looking at it from different perspectives is why are you here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all had a slightly different reason why, 
but we were all here because we felt like the work we do on a day-to-day basis makes a difference in the lives of people we serve and you're exactly the same way serving on our board the work you do as a member of our board as a partner in all of the things that you bring to the table make a difference in the lives of the people that we serve yeah it's an honor and a privilege for us uh i i mean being on the board we work yeah but it's um it's an honor and a privilege and we had a board meeting where they asked us all our why you Mm. know and the stories and the emotion it's just it's so profound to stop and consider when it came around to me i said i for all intents and purposes should be a client I mean, when I was 17 years old, I moved away out of a difficult life and did it all alone. My husband and I did it all alone. I put myself through college. There was not a dime anybody's ever given. And um, it you realize when you're at that point in life of fear and Uh, some people can be very motivated by fear I was motivated by fear I was just not going to be that Mm -hmm. I was going to break a cycle I was going to be the first in my lineage to graduate whatever it took like that really and the more people said and I had people say you will fail the more they said it the more I was going for it and you realize though that when you can relate that personally to something you don't ever want to lose that because that's a, 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 a very powerful motivator for you to do even more than you even think you can. Mm-hmm. And I think the capacity to give, what I've learned uh, uh, through all of you as a gift, is that the capacity to give is so much bigger than you think you can give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I really thought I was at the max and the capacity just keeps growing with your heart. Mm-hmm. and. It's not even hard, it's just natural, it just happens. And um, you know, I know what that feels like. I know that some don't have the tenacity or aren't driven by fear to change. You know, it could could all encompass them. Everybody's different inside. Um, My last semester of college, it was so bad that I sold my books back early. I had one gold necklace that I sold to a friend. I was doing everything wow. I could to get that last, because there was just no place to turn when mm. you're, it's just you. Mm-hmm. And I had scholarships, I had grants, because we were so at the line that all the grants I needed. I had a work study, I did internships, because in my field, to get a job, you have to volunteer for three or four years oh, for free. Yeah. On yeah. top of the job to get the money to eat, da 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 da. Oh man. So I was $500 short. And I mean, I had, I was resourceful. I turned over every stone possible and I didn't have it. Do you know that someone, a secret benefactor paid my last bill? Oh, wow. 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 It incredible. still chokes me up. Wow. wow. Someone went in, someone who saw something in me. Yeah. Right, someone and went touched. And yeah. paid my my remainder yeah. i wouldn't have had i wouldn't been able to graduate oh man and look I've how much you've given back yeah, yeah. Since, oh you know. <laughs> any anything i can do i will never forget mm-hmm. what people have done for me people i know people i don't know yeah. and mm-hmm. you know when you're talking 30 years ago 500 dollars. oh yeah oh yeah. my gosh yeah, yeah. it was a lot it's a lot today yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to sneeze but, at yeah. um, <laughs> you know i think that Whenever young people, we have such an affinity in our agency for young people because 
they have the opportunity to change the world mm-hmm. and we're all going to get tired <laughs> and old eventually <laughs> cc's not gone up but anyway <laughs> but it's one of those things though that we it's our it we have to keep igniting the energy in them yeah. and i can't tell you how many of them needed more than you could expect just like i did mm-hmm. yeah and why wouldn't you do that because that's what paying it forward means yeah. and hopefully they'll do it and that and others will do it so mm-hmm. i think that it's incredibly important to never ever forget those difficult times any of us have had lean on them and use them as a source of energy when you're tired and when the fight gets hard just get back up and do it again yeah, yeah. it's been really incredible to see how many people have just jumped in with us in the yeah. last nine months. But to me, the the ones that I will never forget are the people who come through the line because they have need. Mm-hmm. And they know they could never afford the amount of groceries we're going to put in their car. But then they dig in to their purse and they find two or three dollars at the bottom of their purse and they try to give it to us mm-hmm. and they say no 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 i you guys do so much good with mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. you know and there shannon and i have had these experiences all yeah. the time it will we'll be at a pantry and somebody will hand you a five dollar bill and they'll say i don't i don't need anything no. i don't have much to give but here yeah you know and uh it's that's the kind of thing that keeps us going boy does it ever and i love how when people open their box and they realize it's not just the stuff we could get it is healthy Mm -hmm. it is smart it is food you deserve to eat everybody deserves to eat it's nutritious um it's real it's a real meal yeah Mm -hmm. and real meals and you can feel proud making them because these are the ingredients you need to make a great meal. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is um, so powerful. You know, we have our giving, 12 days of giving going Mm -hmm. on, Mm -hmm. and I love all of our merchandise. (laughs) Okay, so I'm into merchandise anyway, so I ordered (laughs) the heck out of all of it. And what I did is I found 30 people, I started with 30, and I ordered them, or if they're a couple, um, T-shirts, and a a note from the kit we created to be Mm -hmm. sure that everybody could make it super easy. And I sent um, these boxes to people. And uh, I can't even tell you how many people are calling saying, I can't, you know, I can't believe I have this. Um, First of all, the shirts, the cotton, the softness, this, (laughs) the the that. (laughs) But I literally on the way here had a call from um, a very, very... um, able person who knows me well but knew I was uh, on the board of Feeding Tampa Bay but didn't know much about it and he had gotten his t-shirt and he said can you just tell me tell me more mm-hmm. and we were on the phone for th- about 30 minutes and I mean he was so enlightened mm-hmm. yeah. just by wow. activating a simple thing by reaching out and saying get involved yeah you know right. get involved yeah. We'll hear from him one day. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's what's so important and why this holiday season is so important because I think COVID has redefined holiday. Yeah. And I think and I hope and pray it has done it forever because we've lost, I I believe the whole world lost sight of the basics. Mm -hmm. And COVID has forced us to think of the basics 
whether we have resources or not, you have to go back to basics. Mm -hmm. That's your only choice. Mm -hmm. You have to slow down. Mm -hmm. You can't eat out all the time. You can't run around and do anything you want. Um, You can't go shopping when you're sad because it makes you happy. You know, silly things like that. And I think that our world needed it. I, I know I needed it. My family needed it. People I know needed it. I believe it's just um, an equilibrium that we had to reach through something very, very awful and scary and frightening, COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, you know, you've talked a couple of different times about, without, I don't think even intending to, your perspective on things about how you have pushed through challenges or you see cha- opportunity within every challenge. And that's what I hope for us coming out of this is that people see the opportunities that we've been presented in this challenge you know the opportunity to refocus on what's truly important the opportunity to understand that people around us are silently suffering constantly Mm -hmm. and they do a great job of hiding it when everything is good and life is easy for most people yeah but that suffering that kind of razor's edge of stability is all around you and if we can be a little more aware of that you know that to me is a huge victory out out of this challenge i couldn't agree more it's a huge victory but the onus is on us to be sure we spread the message to as many people as possible because the proof point is out there Mm -hmm. but we got to connect the dots yeah Yeah. absolutely i feel confident you know like you said about hoping that it, it stays that this idea you know that people understand you know um this situation you know more regularly i think that that's going to stick around because you know you mentioned remembering struggling and i think that anybody who goes through that can kind of look back on that and remember and i think being able to relate firsthand sort of always stays with you you know anytime you see that afterwards you're like okay i've been there you know i understand this situation i want to help yeah kind of amen. Thing. right i agree yeah. and i think that um you know it could be one thing we say or do or a person we meet in a moment in a, in a nanosecond that gives them that one ounce they needed to keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that person that was there for you mm-hmm. at the end of oh, your college gosh. career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people always ask me, um, aren't you curious? Don't you want to? No. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was the most important lesson I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ever. Mm-hmm. They wow. didn't want even the credit. Right. People wow. want credit. You know, they didn't even want the credit. Yeah. So I'd love to hear how you got from there to founding Chapel Roberts and and what it's like, you know, starting up a new business. And, uh, you know, I'm just so curious about your organization because I look at what you are now and you're just such a fantastic agency. You do so many good things in the community and you're great at what you do, but you started it from scratch. Well, I took it to the next level. The history of the agency is my dear friend and business partner, Deanne Roberts, so Chapel Roberts. Um, Deanne and I, another story of someone who is just an amazing human being who made me who I am. When I was an intern in college and did my um, did my internships and volunteered for free, she worked at the healthcare system that I was that I was had my internship at, and she was the agency. And she always took young women under her wing. And I'm so thankful to her and God that she did that for me. So we became fast friends. And throughout 
the birth of my children, them growing up, all the times of my life that were difficult, the people I've lost, all of it, Deanne was right there. And I was on that whole train for corporate America, and I was going to go and go big. And I did. And it's exhausting. Yeah. And it's very, very difficult pace. And um, you make a lot of money and you pay for it dearly in time mm. and in stress and in, you know, it, it, people that can do it, bravo to them. I did it for a long time, but it just came to this point. And it really the impetus was my sister, uh, my older sister died. She had diabetes mm. and she um, was sick her whole life, very fragile. She had, by the time she passed, um, you know, I, 37 years old, she had lost her legs, was on dialysis, was on the transplant list, a very, very, very difficult life. Yeah. And when she passed away, I just was tired. And I remember walking out of the hospital, my brother-in-law talk about it, and um, he was talking about how he would get by being alone, and I said, Shannon said, Hmm. My sister's name is Shannon. Oh, wow. It's a beautiful, beloved name in my world. And hmm. Shannon said, I said, Shannon said that I've sold my soul to this job. Hmm. But I'm too tired to even think about, I mean, how am I going to get out of here? Hmm. Well, Deanne and I would go to dinner once a month, and she asked us to go to dinner, and we brought the kids. And she said, I, I just know that this is the worst time in your life. Not a good time to make a decision, but... I've worked for 10, I've been at this agency, and for the last decade I've been looking for a successor, and there is none. Mm. And the only one I can think of every time I turn around, it's you. So will you give it all up? I'll never be able to pay you that amount of money. Never. Mm. Will you take the leap of faith and come over? And I talked to Danny, my husband, and we both knew with no evidence <laughs> that this was the right thing to do. Right. Uh -huh. We just felt knew. It. We felt it and yeah. we knew. Uh -huh. And um, we ended up, um, I agreed to it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you know, I had to sign all this paperwork. I remember when I um, resigned to my boss, Colleen, people don't leave these jobs. Like, mm. what are you thinking? Yeah. And I said, no, I, I just know it's gonna be even better. And um, I had to zero out all my stock and everything because I wasn't at the point. It was such a young company. Uh, right. So all those seven years of hard work for the big payout, I had to sign it and zero it out. Oh, man. <laughs> and um, I remember my husband, when I went to sign, I looked at him, and he goes, just sign it. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And we just started, you know, I went to the agency, and Deanne had a very, very small boutique agency that was um, just kind of one-dimensional and I had branding experience because I was I was the client mm -hmm. in corporate America I worked for big agent I, I had big agencies work for me the Richards group mm -hmm. that created all the chick-fil-a like they mm -hmm. were them and I was the client right. so now I'm gonna flip it and be the one on the inside but how valuable that was because when you know what it feels like to be the client mm -hmm. it's a very different position yeah. it's a very very enlightening position to be in i when i joined the agency infused all of my experience built all the products the services the workshops and uh we are now three times larger um we have by far the best most talented 
significant strategic leaders, I think, in the business. We are the agency of record for global companies, for national companies, for regional companies, for local companies, mm -hmm. all of the above. Um, and brands that people never thought the little engine that could run by <laughs> a woman in Ebor was going to happen, and it did. <laughs> After I joined Deanne and we began to grow the company and she began to work her way out of the business, her dream was to um, retire. She worked and worked, a single mom worked and worked and her dream was to retire and live in a beautiful home in Maine. Mm -hmm. And she started to build this beautiful home in Maine and became very ill with stage four cancer. Oh, man. oh no. Yes. and. Um, it was it was devastating because she was everything to me and she always was there right forever mm -hmm. and um she's the namesake of our agency and i still get emotional thinking about her mm -hmm. because she is so alive she's right there um and as she was in her last year um i got cancer oh. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the fate of it all, right? Oh, man. Yeah. And I remember the hardest thing for me was to tell Deanne that I had cancer. Mm -hmm. I didn't want her to know because oh. she would worry and yeah. she needed right. to take care of herself. Right. So uh, this agency has been through a lot. And the team is, is a tenured team. They've been right by our sides. But we're a tenacious bunch. We get thrown down and we'll get back up and we'll get back up stronger than ever before. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it was called Roberts Communications, and when I transitioned, Deanne was there to celebrate. We, we renamed it Chapel Roberts. Mm -hmm. If you look at the name and stare at it, the R um, and, and the L are connected. They're not yeah. separated, mm -hmm. and that was a beautiful surprise by a great creative. So um, I think it's important, whether it's in what we do here or in our business or in our home, always remember those things that you sacrifice to be where you are and the gift it is every mm -hmm. day is such a gift i mean i've learned that so many ways inside and out that what are you going to do with that day yeah what are you going to do with that day are you going to think of yourself or think of someone else right right florida blue's mission is to help people and communities achieve better health in partnership with feeding tampa bay their collective goal is a hunger free tampa bay by 2025. how will we do that by ensuring that all our neighbors have access to fresh, nutritious food that is essential to a healthy and capable lifestyle. We invite you to join the movement. Visit hungerfree2025.com. It's a really beautiful thought to, you know, just to hear you talk about the ups and downs and challenges and joys of your career and the, all the things that your husband has done to serve our community. And, um, you know, the, the life that you guys have had, the children that you've been able to raise in this community, how there is just a sense of, I think work-life balance is kind of a silly term because there's no real balance. It's a rhythm, you mm -hmm. know, and, mm -hmm. and there are times when you have, uh, moments where you have to totally focus in on your family or your health or, yes. you know, uh, someone around you who needs you. And then there are times where you really have to dig in at work. And it it just feels like in, in talking with you and hearing about your life story that you have really mastered that idea of understanding the importance of what you leave behind at work mm -hmm. and the, the difference that you can make with your professional career 
but at the same time you haven't sacrificed a thing of what a beautiful family you have and you're soon to be a grandmother as you told us earlier mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's just such a great um it's it's a great thing to hear that someone who's as accomplished as you are has done all of that without ever losing that gift of of sacrificing for others of committing to your community of committing to the difference that you can make and it it wasn't about what you could take it was about what you could give oh yeah and that's led you far greater places always always you know i have a very strong faith that is a gift i've had since i was young and um i just believe that good always wins and you know do as much good as you can and 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 make the differences you can and do it over and over and over and over again because it all adds up you know i won a leadership award a while back and everybody was very kind about it and it was quite an honor but what i said as i was telling my team about my thoughts on this you know milestone in your career is that i remember my grandmother telling me about the mustard seed and it is the smallest seed on god's earth it is tiny it is nearly invisible and it has the power to grow into this enormous enormous plant Mm -hmm. and um to me every day is a day of a mustard seed and what am i going to do and there are days you're more tired than others but it's just the opportunity to just keep on doing your part and if you keep on doing your part it's going to add up to something Mm -hmm. and adding up to something doesn't mean always something specific like a brand new warehouse which will happen right (laughs) but it could mean adding up to you know a difference in someone's day anything so we're a little off track but i would love you know you you brought it up so i'm gonna go there (laughs) um you know we're as an organization um, moving towards a new facility Mm -hmm. uh and i know that you are going to be a huge part of that would you like to share a little bit about that it's an honor beyond words and um it's funny because whenever you're asked to do something to lead or partner in leading anything you know it's uh uh, anyone who's a good leader will think about it very very carefully and they'll think about if they're like me can i uh, do what's needed will i make the time to make it a priority and um, do i have what's needed to make this a success and um, when thomas and todd and kelly asked that my husband and i co-chair the capital campaign um, my first reaction is i have the eh, you found the absolute wrong person (laughs) (laughs) and um, because because i care about finding the right person i really do it wouldn't even hurt my feelings i mean i would try to convince them to get the right person Mm -hmm. but um what quickly they reminded me is that how authentic this organization is and that if you have an authentic story that's all you have to have you know I, i think i'm a i'm in the world of business a small business um but i've shattered ceilings being a small business mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. things that only um people of corporations did for example because 
everybody has something to give. So we are going to join forces and in 2021, it's going to be the beginning of how we're going to together as a community achieve a hunger-free Tampa Bay by 2025. And the only way to do that, we could do it today. If we, <laughs> if we, if we had a magic wand today, we could do that but we don't have the ability because of the size of our operation. Right. And to do that, we've got to grow our operation. And it's such an easy quote unquote sell. That's a bad word in the mm. world, but in my world it is, right. everybody's it makes selling sense. something, right. Right. right? I mean, you're selling an idea, mm-hmm. right. you're yeah. a view, a thought, a thing. So for me um, and my husband, we believe wholeheartedly we've experienced we know so if someone wants me to go talk and tell a story you know me i'm gonna go talk (laughs) bring it on yeah uh so it's just it's quite an honor and it's uh it's not even scary and i'm usually very nervous about big commitments i just have been i've also had the honor of being on the strategic planning committee where all the research was done Mm -hmm. to get us to this point and everybody in every other market said the same thing don't forget to go way farther than you ever thought you would and lean on faith lean on faith lean on faith right like this can happen it's going to happen Mm -hmm. and the amount of work and energy into the details and the planning and the research Mm -hmm. it all says this is doable now we just got to go do it yeah i love how you talk about it because i think that there are two parts to it that are both incredibly critical and one is that we have that bold vision Mm -hmm. that vision that people can buy into and believe in and want to see come to reality and at the same time we did the work yes we did the groundwork Mm -hmm. and we know what it's going to take to get from where we are to where we need to be to live out that vision. We know exactly and precisely how we have to get there. We know what it's going to take in terms of size of facility. It's a mathematical formula that we are very aware of. And that is something powerful to lean on, to know that this is so doable. And as I told you earlier in the podcast, when the gentleman called me and I was sharing with him, you know, about a new facility that we needed and whatnot, and explaining to him, we could solve it today if, Mm-hmm. The amount of enlightenment and awe in his voice to understand that fact. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Right. We just have to um, work very, very hard to help a lot of people understand to the point where they will spread the word or they will give. And they will give in as much capacity as they can and hopefully more capacity than they thought they could. Mm-hmm. I've never done anything like this. But if I'm ever going to do it, it would be for this. Oh, that's right. awesome. <laughs> well, I just saw the materials to support this project, and um, they're beautiful. They're vivid. They're easy to understand. Anyone who's going to look at them will know exactly all the hard work, yeah. but easy to understand. You can look at it and know exactly what the goal is and how yeah. we're going to get there. And that's the hurdle right there mm-hmm. is yep. helping people understand helping where people we're going. Understand, and yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And there's, you know, a lot of, you know, people hear capital campaign and, you know, large fundraising. The bottom line is forget all that. What we're doing yeah. is finally building a building where everything we know how to do, we can do exponentially more of to solve a massive problem. Right. right. Just join Absolutely. us. It's really just joining us. Mm -hmm. One of my most favorite things to do here 
is to invite in people who don't know our world and give yes. them a tour of our facility. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, they have two reactions and they come in sequence. The first one is, wow, yeah. Whoa. I had no idea <laughs> yeah. how big this operation is and mm-hmm. what you guys do and how much of a difference you make. I can't even fathom eight million meals a month. That just blows my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Right. That's the first reaction. And the second reaction after the tour and after, you know, hearing those facts and, and getting to know us a little bit more is wow, there is not an inch of space here. Nothing. Right. There, <laughs> That's all you gotta look at. No, no wasted movement. Mm-hmm. There is no wasted space. There is no wasted it time. Is a Tetris building. Everything yeah. is <laughs> yes. there's nothing left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so in so many ways we have gone beyond maximum capacity Mm -hmm. of this facility Mm -hmm. and yet we still manage to make more happen Mm -hmm. but we know there's a ceiling we know there's a cap on on what can happen within these four walls Mm -hmm. think about covid 400 percent increase in need and how innovative you had to be to turn on a dime Mm -hmm. and do the impossible (laughs) we had to do the impossible because lives were at stake Yep. Absolutely. Set up a mega pantry and serve 3,500 to 4,000 cars? Right. Yep. I mean, really? Who would have ever, ever, ever thought? Right. And, and who's in that line serving? And that's Danny the Chappell. gift. Yes, he is. <laughs> he loves it. And that's the gift, though. That is the gift to be able to realize that your innovative thinking in a crisis can change something forever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever going to go back. Right. I think a lot of things that happen with COVID um, will be there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I hope people don't forget right. because it's so important not to forget. And and it's, you know, it sort of fast-tracked a lot of ideas that I think we like wanted to get to eventually, like, you know, kind of... Um, rates of distribution that we wanted to get to we were like oh that's down the line and then it was like actually we have to do it tomorrow yes, so you know yes yes <laughs> yeah. figure it yes. out tomorrow yeah, right. and look what right. happened right yeah. if you stop and look back and you know if i i hope you took a notebook and everybody has all these things where this was never going to happen but look what we had right. to do and all of a sudden we did this and this and what it shows is that you're just blowing away all barriers right yeah. right Absolutely. you had to i took yeah, you... out my i had a leadership my first leadership meeting notes mm. and i took it out where we were talking about planning of meals because i originally came from trinity cafe so yes. you can imagine right and then i compared it to today and we went from like you said one mega pantry where it's 3500 and now we have 10, Ten every and week. it's like over 11000 that we serve each week or yeah. something so it's just Mind like you said it went from <laughs> one to wow yeah. Well, yeah and then we still need to do more of course and mm-hmm. which is why we're moving forward but in you laid that mustard seed over yeah. and over and over again and look what we have every day yeah. yes Yes. And, what, and what that Trinity Cafe kitchen has been able to do. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. 550 oh, meals a day. <laughs> Who would have ever? Yeah. To 2,500 a day in that facility <gasps> yes. and 8,500 a day across p- other partners. Insane. Yep. Unbelievable. You know, we, at, and it's a, and it's, a, it's a meal at a table. Mm-hmm. It's yes. a sitting down yeah. experience mm-hmm. of camaraderie and safety yeah. and just sharing around the table. There's mm. nothing more important or yep. powerful. Right. So right. we're going to do something totally backwards from what we normally do because oh, yeah. you just opened the perfect. door. perfect. <laughs> you did. You did. I love what you just said about yep. Trinity Cafe and a meal around a table because that's the heart of, of what we do. Yes. But it's also the heart of a family. Mm-hmm. And so usually we start off by asking you about mm-hmm. your favorite 
food experience or meal around the table or, you know, time with your family around food. Tell us a little bit, you know, share a story about, about what that's like for you. Oh, I have a story that says it all. I have for the longest, longest, longest time been looking for a table. Huh. Literally and figuratively a table. And we've moved out of, um, you know, the, the house we raised the kids in and mm. moved into a little condo and did it. And you got to just rethink everything. And for the last four years, I have been on the hunt for one and one thing only, a table with chairs around it. <laughs> and it had to be perfect. Not perfect in the sense of size. It had to be perfect in the sense of what I needed it for. Right. Because there is nothing. My family knows that I'm obsessed about it. I don't care if we're having tacos. <laughs> I don't care if we're having filet mignon. I don't care if we're having peanut butter and jelly. I don't care what's on that table. What I care about is that we're at the table. Yeah. There is something so magical and such a blessing to be around a table. And I uh, have a friend in our community whose son handmade this wood table. Wow. It's just this most beautiful, he made it with all his love, this table. And it has um, the wood with all of the imperfections everywhere. Mm. And he said, some people want me to fill all that in make it perfect i said heck no <laughs> i look at that table and it's life mm -hmm. you look at it and you say that's life is hard mm -hmm. look at all these things that aren't perfect about this piece of wood but that's life and just it, but if you get around a table all of it goes away mm, that's right. and there's nothing no meal of any size that isn't important around a table because i have found even when the kids were little and throughout my my adult life that there's something so magical that happens when you join people for a meal around a table mm -hmm. yes and that is the beauty of i think what we do is imagine if we could not just feed people as we want to but that they could have that experience because it is my most important thing is to have meals with people i love at a table yes. and just to pause and there's something about sitting mm. and just really being across from each other and having a conversation and those are the best memories i have yeah. so i i don't know if i answered that the way you thought i would but that is my answer <laughs> it's a perfect answer and i'm sticking to it it's a perfect answer <laughs> but my favorite food is pizza okay yes <laughs> nothing wrong yes. there. i just put that out there <laughs> Sounds good to me. We are uh, we good together New in York that pizza. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, Colleen, we thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome to to hear a little bit more about your story and uh, you know just to see your passion for our work and and for folks to understand a little bit about how much your team has brought to our team. Yeah. I I can't thank you enough for having me, and I do want to do a massive shout out, mega megaphone shout out to every single person at the Chapel Roberts Agency Absolutely. and on our team. These folks um, give so much of themselves for one reason. They want and know that they're making a difference as well. And I couldn't give what I give if they weren't there all in line with us. You know, we lock arms and we're doing this together. And every single one of them is an ambassador and a passionate, passionate advocate. So we're gonna always do our part to make sure that we can not just set an example, but make a big difference and hopefully grow and grow and grow the impact. Yeah. 
I have no doubt that you will. Yeah, thank (laughs) Thank you so much, Colleen. I find you brave, inspirational, and one of the kindest people I've ever met. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) So sweet. Thank you. Thank you. And we love all your team at Chapel Roberts. And next up, we have Andrea Kitchen, who I know works with your team regularly. Oh, we love Andrea. (laughs) Miss Andrea. And she's going to tell us all about what 12 days is and how our listeners can get involved all the way through the end of the year. It's big. And let me just say, listeners, please get involved. Come on. We could do anything for 12 days. We've done COVID for eight months. (laughs) (laughs) And on that, we're out. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to our segment, What the Food Bank. My name is Ev. I'm the engineer of the show. And our guest today is our community engagement manager, Andrea Kitchen. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hi, Andrea. (laughs) How are you? I'm excellent. (laughs) We're not going to have you sing the 12... What how what is the top? Oh, the 12, twelve days, days of giving. giving. Twelve yeah. days of giving. Yeah. No, but the song. Yeah, what is? I guess it is the song. The twelve days of giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so awesome. So anyone listening has to go to our social pages, Facebook specifically, mm-hmm. and look for the video of our development team singing Twelve Days of Giving" mm-hmm. and the most adorable thank yous I have ever seen. We're like, thank you, thank you <laughs> so much, so, so much. much. <laughs> pineapple. Uh, pineapple, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. the cutest yeah. video, little montage thing I think we've made thus far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, mm-hmm. guys. It's so cute, and um, really congratulations. On our team for Giving Tuesday, we mm. drum roll. How much, Andrea? One hundred and one thousand dollars came in on Giving Tuesday. Dang! Dang. How many digits. meals is that, Andrea? Oh, that is a half a million. Half a, a little million. over a half a million wow. meals. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So that is, it's, it was a huge day for us mm-hmm. on Giving Tuesday, and that's cheering on our development team, which is amazing, which Andrea is part of. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us about your role. Yeah, so my role is a little bit of a conglomerate, right? So we kind of have three facets within the community engagement world. We deal with events, so any of our fundraisers, any of our community partners, um, and then we also deal with our affinity groups. So children, teenagers, college-age students, we try to get them as involved as humanly possible. Um, And then we also deal with all of the marketing for Feeding Tampa Bay as well. Right, which while you're here is we just had Colleen in. So you work hand in hand with our friends at Chapel Roberts. I do. I love them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They make the beautiful (laughs) visuals or work with Andrea on that. She's like the gamekeeper here at, uh, uh, Feeding Tampa Bay on all the beautiful visuals that you see, our pathways and Mm -hmm. um, the photographs, our new website, which is uh, gorgeous and gives you so much wonderful information. Um, So tell us about that. Tell us how Chapel Roberts works with us. Yeah, so Chapel Roberts pretty much um, provides guidance and direction on all of our um, overarching media and marketing. So they really help us to develop who we are, what our brand looks like, how we're represented out in the public, um, and all of the visual components that come alongside that. So um, they helped us to develop our new brand that launched in January of 2020. Um, They've helped us with the website and all the things that you just mentioned. Um, And I work very 
very closely with their design team to try to crank out pieces as fast as we possibly can. COVID obviously mm-hmm. expedited a lot of that. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. together have created over 560 pieces just in 2020 Dang. this year. Yeah. And about 520 of those for my team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, those were all Matt <laughs> and his team. <laughs> They've kept me busy. Because yeah. our programs are so important. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Getting our... Um, stuff out in the community mm-hmm. so at we some point we're gonna have to do a before and after of like a really bad cell phone picture of something <laughs> scribbled on my whiteboard <laughs> and then what that turns into after andrea's gotten her yeah hands on all it. goes through all the pipes <laughs> yes exactly yeah. oh wow <laughs> comms team is being like enlightened right now <laughs> over over andrea's suffering yeah yeah oh man we know nothing <laughs> Poor Andrea. <laughs> Andrea puts up with a lot from the programs team. Yeah. But I love oh, no. them. I love them and they come up with brilliant ideas mm. and I just make them look sexy and pretty. Yeah. So. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's, That's, pretty That's her job right yeah. there in a nutshell. We put the sexy on it. Fe- fix it. <laughs> I've never been accused of that. <laughs> Oh, I just like the emails like, okay, that's not on brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is actually really good to Absolutely. have. Absolutely. You got to be consistent. You, need, you actually yeah. do need that. Right. Yeah. So, um, Andrea, most importantly today, we need you to help us with 12 Daves of Giving. We have this one month mm-hmm. last push that really helped us reach new heights on Giving Tuesday. So help walk us through how listeners can be involved. Yeah, so our 12 Days of Giving was really created out of the fact that everyone has this incredible giving spirit during the holiday season, typically November and December. Everyone wants to jump in and help, and we love that. So we wanted to kind of harness that energy into one solid campaign um, that everyone could be a part of. And so we really have a couple of components where people can engage with that. Um, One is a food drive component, which we list out 12 different items that are currently most needed in our warehouse for the holidays. Um, and the second is by giving, you know, monetary um, donations. And those are where we make the most impact together, right? Because you can go to the grocery store and buy a canned good, which we so appreciate. We so love that. Um, but it typically will provide maybe one meal, probably not the most nutritious meal that you can find. Whereas with a dollar, you know, we can take that with our partnerships with grocers and retailers and farmers, and we can translate that into fresh produce and dairy and meat and all those key staples that our families need, especially during the holidays. So we really just wanted to utilize this campaign to try to provide meals on the tables for our families during the holidays. And where can folks go to be a part of that? They can go to feedingtampabay.org slash 12 days. And they, you have everything there. I've been there a million times <laughs> after I got an email and text telling me where to go to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to go. You, there's things you can print out. You have all your support materials. There's that website you can go to. So really, you have all these wonderful support items where you can really just kind of do your own fundraiser, which is really cool. I've had a lot of friends do it. You guys have all heard Colleen say how she picked 10 of her friends yes. that she even oh we haven't even talked about the merch yes mm-hmm. the so merch what's is the a merch big component right <laughs> yeah so, so tell us about the merch yeah so the merch is a huge component we obviously have beautiful amazing pieces that have been created by our team um, at ftbstore.org um, where people can purchase their merch and then just be you know walking billboards for us be ambassadors for us out in the community and so um, we are encouraging people if you have friends or family that you're buying for this holiday season mm-hmm. 
those make perfect gifts. And in addition, they also give back to mm-hmm. Feeding Tampa Bay at the same time. They yeah. do. And when you volunteer, which we know we need about 5,000 volunteers a month, yes. you can wear that merch when you show up and join us. Matt and I out at Mega Pantries. Ev, he's everywhere with cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're <laughs> in our youth programs and you see Andrea, you can wear your merch too. Mm-hmm. Or they're just cool looking and you can share it on social <laughs> yes. about it. Did I cover every base? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. How about yeah. it? Yeah. Did I get I it? Like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our merch is like cool too. Like yeah. it's not like I don't know like when you think of like merch like oh it just says like FTB on the front it's like no oh no this is like dope colors like awesome designs yeah really comfortable like you touch the t-shirt they don't (laughs) shrink they're like awesome investment Mm -hmm. there there has to be a black hole somewhere in my like closet because every time I bring home one of those shirts Mm -hmm. it disappears Uh, (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah four days later my wife is wearing (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's my shirt nope not anymore that just means you need to buy a new one exactly just buy two every time Mm -hmm. we have this gorgeous kiosk outside that you can just pick one up right Highly coveted. Yes. Just <laughs> saying. Um, so anyway, is there anything else you think that we might need just before the end of the year? Because we'll probably have you at, at the beginning of 2021 mm-hmm. back on because we've got some cool stuff going on. I think you might be a regular pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anything else you might want to let people know that it's going on? Before Um, the end of the year? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you do participate in 12 days, we also are um, partnering with WFLA for Kindness Day on December 11th. So if you do bring in any kind of donations, food donations specifically or monetary, you can bring those by WFLA on December 11th uh, between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Got a yep. big wide, wide window there. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Any time of day, Andrea mm-hmm. and I will be there, and uh, we'll be happy to meet you, and we'll be wearing our swag for 12 days. Yes, we sure. will. <laughs> so come on out and see us, and I know Eb's dropping by. Are you coming oh, yeah. by? I'm sure I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Kindness I'll, Day? I actually found my last year's Christmas shirt. Hey. So it's got the wheat stock with the, <laughs> the Christmas lights, the lights yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't want to tell anybody in my house that I found it. <laughs> Again, It'll go missing. It would disappear. Yep. Yep. But if I can hide it for another couple of days, mm-hmm. then I'll be there in that shirt. Yes. yes. Matt's just been secretly wearing it under his clothes all That's week. Right. That's right. I don't let it out of my sight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us again. Andrea, thank you. We're really excited, guys. Up next for the rest of this month, the next two shows, we're going to be introducing you to really fabulous teammates like Andrea. We have a whole lineup waiting for you. It's the next two shows. We have some amazing people under this warehouse roof, and you're going to be introduced to a lot of them. Talented, interested, and really diverse cool people. I can't wait for you to meet every single one. We'll see you soon on Stick a Fork in It. You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Feeding Tampa Bay.